Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Life of Frank Armstrong podcast. My name is Gabby Richardson, and today we are going to hear some of Frank Armstrong's stories growing up in Burlington, Ontario. Don't forget to check out our website, www.frankarmstrongpodcast.wordpress.com, to see some interesting photos and links regarding today's episode. Hello, my name is Frank Armstrong. I was born in uh, Burlington, actually in Nelson Township. Uh, today is uh, August the 11th, 2020, and uh, I'm going to say a few things about my lifetime. I was born on a 10-acre uh, market garden farm in Nelson Township. The Guelph Line was the dividing line between Nelson Township and Burlington. Uh, the farm was just south of New Street, and uh, some of my early re- recollections was in uh, August of uh, 1930, my mother rushed me in her arms out the door and uh, pointed up in the sky, and there was the English. At this part, Frank begins to talk about the R100. The R-100 was known as Her Majesty's Airship, or the Emperor of Canada. According to the BBC, the 720-foot-long R-100 airship built by Vickers at Howden, East Yorkshire, set off from Cardington, Bedfordshire in July 1930. Its inflated volume was more than 5 million cubic feet, and its construction involved 50,200 feet of tubing and 5 million rivets. The R-100 cost approximately 450,000 British pounds to build and run. When the R-100 reached Canada, specifically around the Toronto region, it was the late summer of 1930, and the people of Toronto saw something like they had never seen before. The skies went dark, it was humming like a giant, and it looked like an airship that was almost as long as Union Station. It turned the heads of thousands. This was certainly a sight to see. Uh, it was an English air, airship, and, and it was on a tour uh, th- through Canada here. It was uh, on its way from uh, Niagara Falls through Burlington, uh, going to Toronto before it went back to England. And uh, as I say, I, I was in my mother's arms, and she pointed up in the air, and I, and I saw it. And I can remember to this very day. Uh, that was my earliest recollection. My mother was uh, uh, Francis Mabel Armstrong, and my father was uh, William Harris Armstrong. Uh, I was the uh, eldest of three boys. Our farm was 10 acres, mm-hmm. and uh, it was, uh, there was no irrigation, so the, the, uh, the crops were uh, tomatoes and uh, melons, cucumbers, and that sort of thing. Uh, they were harvested, and uh, my mother stood on the Hamilton Market because my father at that time had a, had a uh, store uptown in Burlington. Uh, that was uh, the reason that I was able to go to public school in, on uh, Lakeshore Road, which was in Burlington. Because I was born in Nelson Township, I should have gone to the uh, school over on Walker's Line, which was in Nelson Township. 
but the fact that Dad had the property uptown, uh, I was able to go to the to the uh, East Burlington School. It's called Lakeshore Road, I think, now today. Uh, I had a terrible uh, experience there in my very first year. There was no kindergarten, so we started off in grade one, and I was six years old. And uh, October of that year, walking home from school, my my buddy named uh, Leonard Bush was a crippled boy, and uh, we walked along Lakeshore Road. He lived on the on the south side of the of the Lakeshore Road. It was called Water Street in those days, but uh, I can remember uh, his uh, mother and younger brother were standing on the steps of their of their home. And uh, the younger boy shouted across to the street to uh, to us on, uh, on the other side of the road. And he says, ha ha, he says, I got some candy and you can't have any. And Leonard dashed across the road after him and uh, I saw this blue, blue stick truck coming and uh, it ran right over him and squashed him. And uh, blood us all ran in the kitchen door, flopped on the kitchen floor, and mother wondered what the dickens was the matter with me. I couldn't, I couldn't talk to her for a long time, and, and it was a horrible thing. And uh, that, that was, uh, that was terrible. That was, uh, yeah, and actually I, I had two friends killed. The other, second boy was uh, also crippled when they were building the Queen Elizabeth Highway in 1938. He walked up uh, to watch them uh, working and, uh, and a dump truck backed over and killed him. So I lost two friends. I was, uh, I was six when Leonard was killed and uh, when Freddie was killed, that was what, four years later. Mm -hmm. So I'd have been 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very sad. Yeah. And at what age did you start school? Six years old. And what were the names of the um, schools you went to? Uh, East Jingle. Burlington was, mm -hmm. uh, well, I guess I went from there uh, up to grade six. Mm -hmm. And then father sold the farm in uh, 1944. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, we lived uptown above the store. Mm -hmm. And then I went to the central school. Mm -hmm. on Brent Street. May, I, I met May and my wife. Uh, of course, uh, we were kids and grew up together. I was one grade ahead of her at, at Lakeshore Road. Mm -hmm. And she she finished there to grade 8, where I went to uh, Central and did uh, uh, grade 7. I didn't go to high school in Burlington. Went to West Elm Hamilton because they had a technical class where Burlington didn't have that yet. There was about eight of us went in from Burlington, went, went to West Hill High School. Uh, the Bur high school, the Burlington Bo School Board paid our tuition in Hamilton because there wasn't a, a class in Burlington. Oh, wow. Yeah, in those days. And what did you do at the technical school? Why did you... I, I, took, uh, I took a radio class. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> because, our, because father had the, the store. Mm -hmm. which uh, sold radios and uh, repaired them and uh, uh, the, the store uh, sold all kinds of electrical appliances uh, or 
the washing machines, radios, and stoves and stuff. And uh, we also had a gas station. How long did you have? Uh, did they have the um, store and gas station? Father started his store on uh, his garage. It was on uh, Brown Street, where the uh, town hall is today, where the city hall is today. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1937, he sold uh, that property to the uh, federal government. And they built a post office there. Oh, wow. And the post office remained there until the, it was uh, torn down and the city hall was built. After we sold, after Dad sold the store on uh, on Brant Street, he moved across to uh, James Street, number two James Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he, that's where he operated from then on. And uh, he operated that store until 1945 and we sold it out. It was a really going going concern in those days. The gasoline station uh, uh, repaired bicycle sales and, and repairs and, and electrical sales and repairs and branched out into, the, into uh, uh, furniture and uh, that was a huge store, the, the furniture store. It, it faced three streets Brant Street, James Street, and John Street, all okay. a big one, one conglomerate. And as I say, he sold it in 1945. Mm-hmm. The father sold out to a, a chap by the name of Haswell, and it was Haswell Furniture for quite a while until Elizabeth bought it. Mm-hmm. And it's closed there now. It looks like it's going to be condos or something. Okay. Did you ever work there at the furniture store? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I was a, a smart little kid. I was driving vehicles around when I was 14 years old. And, <laughs> and in those days, you could get your driver's license the day you turned 15. And uh, I was delivering parts and, and service and uh, whatnot before that. And I can remember the, the chief of police going into the store to talk to my father about me driving around town. He says, he said to Dad, just don't let the boy go out of town and get caught by another policeman, he said. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so when did you first learn to drive? Do you remember when you first learned to drive? Oh, yeah. I learned on a, on a, one of our service trucks. It was a 1938 Ford panel <laughs> delivery van, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, I was born in Nelson Township, <clears throat> and the Guelph Line was a dividing line between uh, between uh, Township and Burlington. The, uh, the the road out in front of our house was uh, a two-lane gravel road. Uh, no sidewalk on the Township side, but there was a sidewalk on the Burlington side, and that's where I learned to ride my bike, was on that uh, sidewalk on the Burlington side. The, uh, there was just grassy ditches on both sides of the road. When a car went by, the dust flew, and that's why the dust was on the grass and the ditches, which made for uh, a, a dirty ride if you went in the grass. And what was your, what was your phone number when you were in Burlington? Our, our phone number was 83. <laughs> that's it. That's 8:30. 8:30. That's all there was to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can remember where the number one was uh, was Carlo Grossateria. <laughs> crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah. Three three was uh, was a was a coal yard. I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Simpler times, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's for sure. Population uh, when I was growing up was uh, three thousand five hundred in, in Burlington. That's crazy. I, I don't know what the township population was. Oakville was about the same. Do you have any um, memories that that stand out from when you were growing up on the farm? Anything in particular that you remember? Times of the year? I I remember uh, four or five or eight of the of my uh, school classmates came came to to our farm one after school one day and we went out into the melon patch and we sat there and gorged ourselves with melons which made it so that I didn't eat another melon for a good long time I was I was sick <laughs> sick in my stomach with those we had uh, one horse his name was George we had one cow named uh, Pearl mm -hmm. And the uh, chicken pen full of chickens. We got our own eggs from there, and mother made butter. It was, was quite self-contained there. And um, so, what did Woodward Avenue look like? Woodward Avenue wasn't even here yet. It was, yeah. all, it was all farms up <laughs> up here. What type of farms? Uh, yeah. Market garden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Woodward Avenue uh, was. Uh, built in 1963. I, I guess I'm the last original owner of, uh, of a house on Woodward Avenue. Uh, we came here in March of 64, actually. The street uh, stopped at Arlington Avenue here. It did ended here at, uh, at, at Arlington. And the kids uh, all, all grew up out here and played hockey and didn't have to look up for any cars to come. Mm -hmm. And then they opened up the street when the schools uh, were built later on down the road here. Tecumseh and Assumption, they came later, I, I guess, in the 70s maybe, in there somewhere. It seemed like the summers were uh, hotter and uh, the winters were colder. I remember a lot more snow in the old uh, days back in the 30s. I remember a, a storm in 1944 there where the city was uh, isolated for over a week. No cars went in or out of, the, out of the town because of the snow. Wow. Now, mind you, they didn't have the snow removal, removal equipment. Their times were different, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. And um, let's go back. You have younger siblings, right, Frank? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they were born? Um, my next closest brother was only about 14 months behind me. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the next guy was born uh, about four years after that, or five. So did your mom give birth to all of you guys on the farm? I, I always told everybody that I was born on the kitchen table, but mom used to give me a clout in the side of the head when I said that. <laughs> I think I think I was born in, uh, in Hamilton, a hospital in Hamilton. Okay. And my my other two brothers were too. 
Yeah, well, your version of the story sounds more fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Oh, dear. Well, one, of my, one of my friends I know for a fact was born on the kitchen table. His name was Don Smith. He, he, he's passed away by now, but mm -hmm. we, we were buddies. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah. 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 So. Mm -hmm. And who were some of your uh, best friends from growing up? In school, through elementary school, middle school, high school. Yeah, I had uh, two real good friends. Uh, this Don Smith fellow that I mentioned, uh, he was my buddy. We, we used to do everything together when we were kids. And then my lifelong friend was a chap by the name of Bill Wilson that uh, was an English, uh, English boy that was brought over to Canada when they evacuated the children from London. And uh, he landed on uh, my aunt's farm up uh, in North Burlington, also on the Guelph Line, halfway between Lowville and Campbellville, which is about uh, 12 miles from here. And uh, when uh, war was over, he went back to England. He had to serve two years there in the Navy, and the minute he was finished there, he came right straight back to my aunt's uh, in, in, uh, on the farm. And he worked uh, in uh, in Malton on the A.B. Road, uh, where they made the, uh, the Arrow, mm -hmm. the airplane, that, and uh, then, and then uh, I guess he came to Burlington, and uh, I'm, I'm failed to mention that after father sold the store, he his second career was uh, was a construction, mm. and he built uh, about 200 houses in Oakville and then some industrial stuff around Burlington, and Bill would work part time for Dad as uh, as well as uh, his other job, and uh, so we as I say we, we were best friends right along. And uh, after Dad sold the store, I, uh, for one year, I, I drove a dump truck for uh, uh, a concrete block company in Burlington here that uh, we hauled blocks down to St. Catharines and the neighborhood down there and went over to St. Catharines or to uh, Port Culver and brought bulk cement back into Burlington. So I drove that truck for uh, one year. How old to, were you when you were driving the dump truck? So uh, 17. Wow. Yeah. 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 17. I was, I was here, and then uh, after the, uh, after I didn't drive the dump truck anymore, uh, father set me up in a in a, in a clothes store in, on Brown Street. Mm -hmm. A men's clothing store, and I was only 18 when that happened, and I, I stayed there for four years. I just couldn't couldn't stand being a container in a store in one spot all the time. <laughs> uh, I, I I made more money there than I would ever make again. Uh, in any case, I sold the store to a fellow named Perry, and he operated it for probably 40 years. 
And uh, then I worked for Dad again after the store till 1956. In, in, in about 1950, I went to Canada Coach Lines in Hamilton to ask about driving a, a bus. Yep. And they said, you're too young. <laughs> Come back next year. <laughs> well, at that point, you've been driving for a while, haven't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'd been driving for quite a while. Uh, they they told me to come back next year if I still wanted to drive a bus. So uh, sure enough, I went back the following year, uh, which was 1951, and drove for two years, 51, 52. I enjoyed it. Uh, by that time, I was married, of course, and it was uh, long, long hours. And uh, I think that year I made uh, $3,300, and I thought, and that was... That was huge pay for one year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, thirty-three hundred dollars. Yeah, thirty-three hundred dollars for a full year. Wow. <laughs> Do you remember how much things cost when you were younger? Like, say, milk. I know. Bread. I know the uh, lowest uh, unleaded gas uh, at, at our pumps were nineteen cents a gallon. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have another question. This goes back a bit, but when you were younger, what did you and your friends do for fun in your free time? Like Ro after school? Ro rode our bikes all over everywhere. Is there a store or a certain place you would go to, or would you just ride? Just ride. Just yeah, ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Up and down that sidewalk, and we'd ride, we'd ride uptown from, from the farmhouse. We'd ride uptown and whatnot. Incidentally, that that farmhouse was uh, torn down just as recently as about two years ago, and a and a new modern home was built on it. Uh, where is this farmhouse? Uh, uh, down south of New Street, there, uh, first the first street of Sinclair Avenue, mm -hmm. and that was the, uh, our driveway into the farm was Sinclair Avenue. Okay. And the farmhouse was on the corner there now. Yeah. Yeah, and do you remember when the farmhouse was built? Oh no. No, it's just always there. It was it was there yeah, before I came along. Wow. Yeah. That's it was a big white frame house. Mm -hmm. Veranda on the front. Nice. Yeah. Did you have to be home by a certain time? From school. Or at when you went out riding your bikes when you're younger, did you have to be home by a certain when time? When the streetlights came on. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was the yeah. rollback. Yeah. yeah. That's when we had to come home when the streetlights came on. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. And what was your favorite meal growing up that you, mom and dad would make, or do you remember? I what used it to was? Love, I used to love the pancakes I know that mom made in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. After that, uh, I guess I just ate whatever was there. Yeah. yeah. One of the other things that I remember when I was a young fellow was. Uh, uh, my mother uh, used to, uh, the, the depression was on, of course, and my, the uh, unemployed men coming down from the railway, uh, hungry, and uh, my mother always made them a sandwich and, uh, and a glass of milk. She, t she took a kitchen chair outside and let them sit under the apple tree there, and, and uh, he enjoyed that. I think... Uh, the word got out that uh, the lady that uh, lives in that uh, uh, white wooden house down there uh, 
is an easy mark for a sandwich. <laughs> and uh, so we, we used to get quite a few of them. Uh, we, we, we called them hobos or, or, or tramps. Are there any particular childhood memories you have between the ages, like when you were very young, up to 15 or 17 years old? Any really memorable moments or stories? In, uh, in the early days in, uh, in, the, in the school, the uh, Canadian National Exhibition used to give, uh, uh, give the admission tickets out to, uh, you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the highlight of the summer that we would go to Toronto to, for the exhibition. That was a, that was a great mem- memory. Another memory is uh, of uh, the royal royal visit of the king and queen okay. in 1939. I'd be 11, I guess, then, would I? 28 to 39, I'd be 11. And we went to Hamilton to, uh, I guess it would be Scott's Park, where, where uh, the, the uh, king and queen were, were there, and... Uh, and we all saw them. That was a that was a big deal wow. for us. <laughs> for the royal visit, that was a big deal. All right, enough. Do you know what they were doing in Hamilton? Sorry. Do you know what they were doing in Hamilton? No. When they were visiting. No, they were. I guess they, their train. Uh, they were on a, on a train tour across Canada. Oh wow! Stopped at all the towns and villages. Nice. They didn't come to Burlington, that's why we had to go to Hamilton to see them. Oh, okay. Where I lived, uh, above the store, we just walked over to the old arena, which was on Elgin Street, which was torn down, of course, years ago. It was a big old uh, steel barn type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Cold as a dickens in there. <laughs> Did you celebrate birthdays when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah? That was, a, that was a big deal. Mom always had a cake for us. And, Oh, that's nice. A few kids came in. What type of cake did she make? Probably a white vanilla with, with brown chocolate icing on it. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Good. Yeah. yeah. In your candles. Yeah. How do you describe the holidays, like Christmas, Easter? Well, they're much like they are today, I guess. You have a Christmas tree in the house and lights on it. And you get your presents under it and stuff. Thank you very much for your stories, Frank. That was very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely learned a lot, that's for sure, about Burlington yeah. and about you. Things have definitely changed, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, things have definitely changed. Yes, Time, yeah. times have changed, that's for sure. Frank certainly had some very interesting stories to tell us. Thank you very much for listening to our very first episode of the Life of Frank Armstrong podcast. I would like to thank Sierra Richardson for doing a great job editing this episode. Don't forget to check out our website, www.frankarmstrongpodcast.wordpress.com to see some interesting photos and information regarding today's episode. In our next episode, Frank will be talking about his family and his wife, Mae Armstrong.